0: Thanks for watching. And of course, subscribe. And hello everyone, welcome to Haunting Live Podcast. We have reached episode number six of season two, and uh, we're really excited tonight to bring you a back-to-back podcast this weekend here on Haunting Live Podcast. Uh, we have a very special guest joining us here today. We'll get to her in just a moment. She's a past guest, actually, and she's rejoining us here on the podcast show uh, from a very special location in the USA. So we're excited to have her here today. But first of all, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the podcast this week, and as always for supporting us, over on social media, on Facebook, over on Twitter, as well as YouTube, as well as Instagram. And you can also listen to the podcast later on when we post it to the podcast apps, such as Spotify, iTunes, Google, and more. But with that, let's bring in Caitlin Crawford from Unbound Underground. She's been on the podcast before, but she's back tonight doing a special live investigation of a very famous haunted location in Nevada, USA. So let's bring her on the podcast tonight. Hi, Caitlin. How are you?
1: Hi, everybody. I'm doing well. How are you?
0: i doing great. Thank you so much for coming back on Haunting Live podcast. You've been our guest on the show before in the past, and we were really excited about that one. And we're excited to have you back here tonight as well. I know you're here tonight with us doing a very special live investigation. And we're so happy to be here that you allowed us to be here with you tonight.
1: Yes, I'm very excited. This is my first investigation since the pandemic. So it's been a very long time.
0: Oh, that's wonderful that you're able to get back out there and uh, do what you like doing so much. And um, I know you're in a location that's very historic. I know we're not allowed to talk a lot about the specific location where you're at. um, But can you describe just a little bit about the excitement that you have right now about where you are, sort of the energy there right now? The
1: energy right now, they've been very busy all day, which is good because it is the off-season. So I'm just now starting to be able to differentiate the energy of all the people and the jubilation that's going on and the spirit energy. It's getting very cold, it snowed tonight, so it's adding to that energy. And it's starting to feel like there may be some spirits that are willing to communicate tonight. You can mention where I'm at. We just can't do a live tour of it per se. But we're at the Washoe Club in Virginia City, Nevada.
0: Right. And that was made famous by a certain person that has a television show. I won't mention the name, but um, I think everybody knows who that person is. And um, yes, I'm glad you can mention the name. It is the Washoe Club in Nevada, USA, in Virginia City, a very haunted, I guess they call ghost town in the U.S. So, um but I do want to touch on just before we get into your live investigation part of the night, which we're going to be doing a little bit later on. I know you mentioned that you maybe wanted to join us ha- or have us join you for like a sort of a walk around tour of the building on audio so you can sort of describe what you're going through and maybe doing like a EVP session as well. So that would be awesome. Um but I want to touch on first of all on your personal experiences as of late. I know you've had some things happen to you. Um how have things been during the pandemic? Have you been experiencing any More energy where you are in Nevada?
1: Well, since the pandemic started, I've been been really focusing more on the mediumship side of what I do, Um, mostly because I can't access people face-to-face for the adventure side. But I've been really getting to know my spirit guides and really just so comfortable doing it, really growing into my abilities and spreading them around with everybody. Tonight, actually... At the stroke of midnight, I am launching my Patreon account, which will condense. It will just be an umbrella of everything paranormal. And it's going to be much more cost efficient and personal, like one-on-one to reach people around the world. So I'm really looking forward to that. And that includes the spirit art I've been doing, which is something really cool that I didn't really know until recently. Well, I didn't think to try it, but it goes along with my automatic writing. So just enjoying it, just really going in depth.
0: Right. I know you've been actually um, doing that in the past in recent uh, weeks and the months I've seen you doing the postings of the spirit messages. So that's great. Um, What are some of the, so you've been making more connections to spirit. What are some of the messages that have been coming through for you then if you've been connecting with your guides and the spirits more?
1: Well, there's a lot of awesome messages because I don't just connect with my guides. I connect with other people's guides as well, but It's funny because yesterday's message was blatantly for me, but I posted it anyways to Twitter. And I think it was because they know that I'm coming here tonight, right? And they know I'm going to be communicating with the spirits here. So their message was something along the lines of let the spirits, meaning my guides connect with the others in the building before attempting communication. They said, let them vet them. And I think because just like any other job or anything you do on the regular if you do it enough you kind of get lax after a while because it's you're going through the motions and you know you do it all the time and I tell people all the time you have to protect yourself at all times you know so that was just their reminder to me so I'm going to make sure to you know really listen to them they don't just speak for entertainment you know so they have a lot of awesome messages coming through
0: Yeah, they do for sure. They always have something to say and they always want to get their point across in one way or another. Um, Have you been sensing any energies today since before you came then? Or have you been sensing more since you've stepped foot in the building?
1: Mostly just this last half hour since I've been on location. Like I said, because people are leaving. They had some event in town today, so there was more people than usual. Mm. So now I'm really starting to feel the energy in the building of the spirits here, which is exciting. But I did have an unusual um, occurrence happen while I was preparing for this, charging all my equipment and bagging it up. I had some kind of hesitation at my front door. I actually thought somebody was breaking into my house, Hmm. but upon inspection and it had been raining and there was no footsteps or anything around our door. I think that might've been paranormal. So either something knowing we're going to be here or, you know,
0: who knows. (laughs) Can you describe that a little bit? Uh, You said you didn't see any footsteps or notice anything, but what led you to believe that something was happening in your home?
1: Well, I had been up all day charging um, all the equipment, putting batteries, new batteries and everything, uh, making sure the SD cards were clear. And I was laying in my bed I had my light on in my bedroom and I just couldn't sleep, just insomnia, had headphones on. And I heard like a rapping sound right outside my window. And it was getting louder and louder, took my headphones off and it was sound like somebody was hitting the side of the house. So I jumped up because I thought like, my dog sleeps really close to the wall. Like maybe she's having a seizure or something. It scared me. So I jumped up to check on her. When I got down the hallway, I could hear that it was the front door. So I went back and I grabbed scissors. I, <laughs> I don't know why I grabbed scissors. I don't know what I was going to do. <laughs> and when I rounded the corner to the front door, I could see the door rattling, like if somebody was rattling with keys and like trying to knock it with their shoulder. So I didn't. I panicked. I just said, "Hey!" as loud as I could, and it stopped. And there was nobody there, you know. And there was no foot, no wet footprints, but something was trying to come in the door.
0: Uh, That's a little concerning and a bit scary, especially if you're living by yourself like that and um, you're not sure what's going on when you hear somebody banging at your door like that. Um, I know you had some other experiences too that I want to touch on just before um, you get ready to go live and we'll join you back when you're ready. Um, You were in the back country in your area and you posted some photos on your personal uh, Twitter account a while ago. And I found those really interesting because it's a topic that I'm into as well. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what you discovered while you're sort of walking in the back country of your area?
1: Yeah, that was
0: actually really cool because it was so spontaneous.
1: Um, I wasn't even up there really to look for anything like that. I wasn't doing anything paranormal. I'd gone up just to like get some fresh air and, you know, visit the backcountry, our ancestral lands and, My cousin did a photo shoot for me up there. Um, That's one of her hobbies that she's trying to grow for my new Patreon and things like that. So we normally camp as a family in the meadow there. But my cousin told me, well, let's just go to the top and see how high we can go. And it's it's higher than we can normally go during this time of year, because normally there's so much snow, you can't get up the mountains. But because the weather and everything has changed so much, you know, it was it was easy to access the top. So we just found a good creek area to take pictures. So we jumped out of the car, she grabbed her tripod and everything and we just turned and there was just a probably 60 by 40 patch of snow. And those tracks were just leading straight into the creek. But there was a good, I would say a good 25 tracks before the creek and I put my little flip-flop next to it and it just looked like a baby shoe so it was just very interesting I mean I personally believe in Bigfoot and to the natives and locals in the area they believe that that mountain range there that we were very close to that high up is their like their hunting trail their game trail so it's just something cool that we ran across
0: So that's really interesting, and I just thought the connection was interesting when you said you heard knocking or pounding on the side of your home, because that's one report that they do as well. Um, People have experienced knocking on their home, so I'm wondering because of the connection that you had with finding the trackway that maybe they're kind of spying on you a little bit at home now, too. Never know. Yeah, I hope that's okay, but... um, (laughs) Hopefully it was just spirit, and hopefully uh, they'll leave you alone and not bother you too much at home. So, um, But anyways, uh, thank you, Caitlin, for joining us and uh, talking to us quickly here for the first part. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a break while you guys go and set up at the Washoe Club and get ready for your live investigation. And we'll be right back with uh, Caitlin Crawford and her team at Unbound Underground as they investigate live at the Washoe Club in Nevada, USA. A lot of the adults I work with now, whether it's for you know teaching them psychic investigating, teaching them mediumship, teaching them psychic practice, um, much like a lot of them, there were experiences they had when they were younger that caused them to shut down, um, and it's usually out of fear, and it's a, it's the unknown, and no one could help you along to figure out what was going on, and so your natural you know response is going to be I'm afraid of that, and then our natural response to fear is to withdraw.
1: So if somebody owned a business that was reputedly haunted, it was pretty easy to get into that building after hours. They would
0: say, "Yeah, go ahead. Have a look. Here's the key."
1: They tend to want to come into my body, and I have to sort of keep them at bay a little bit. Connecting with spirit and being led by spirit—that that is now part of my life, the same as breathing. Yeah. You know? Sometimes um, I'll just I'll channel higher self to higher self. Other times I'll channel departed loved one. My entry is through my hands, and it's it always is through psychometry.
0: And uh, welcome back to Haunting Live Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, We do have a very special guest we were just speaking with a moment ago. Um, She is now ready, though, to lead into her investigation live at the Washoe Club in Nevada, USA. And we'd like to bring in uh, back in Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Are you with us? I'm here. How are things going so far there? They're
1: pretty interesting. We've had a um, couple sightings on the connect camera so far. During our, we're playing some 19, 1850s music up here for the spirits and trying to get them to dance with us in the ballroom. And one spirit did show itself on the connect cam. And he appeared or he or she appeared to be doing some sort of jig.
0: Well, that's great that you're getting some interaction already, um, but before we get into it too deeply here, I know you're about to head downstairs and conduct a live EVP session for us here on the podcast to see if we get any audio that we can pick up, but um, I was just wondering if you could briefly, uh, before you go down, describe sort of the history for our listeners that don't know where you are, just sort of the history about the building and what's behind the paranormal activity at the building where you're at. Okay. So
1: I don't know all the history of the building at all because I like to go in fairly blind. But I am from this area, so I do know the gist of it. So Virginia City itself is an old mining town. It was um, a booming gold and silver mining town in the mid-1800s. So the real wild, wild west when you think of um, America. So recently, well, not recently. I mean, just always because the influx of people, and all of the hardship that was endured here by the miners and all the tragedy from fires and mine collapses and things like that. There's a lot of activity up here. The Washoe Club where we are now used to be a billionaire's club for wealthy mine owners and um government officials of the day and, like, army generals and things like that. It used to be their club, basically, their private exclusive club. They would bring in ladies of the night through the back entrance and things like that. It's also known for the spiral staircase. It's some kind of architectural anomaly that There was no nails, I believe, used, and they don't know how it's able to bear weight and how it's able to be functional, but it's still standing today. So we're hoping to catch somebody on the camera coming down that staircase.
0: Okay, great. So uh, people now know a little bit about the building itself, what it was used for. Um, Can you talk a little bit about your plan for your whole investigation tonight? What you're planning on doing and sort of what you're planning on using your tools and whatnot for that kind of stuff?
1: Okay, the tools that we're planning on using tonight are the SLS Connect camera, which is the 3D figure macking camera. We also have sphere boxes, trail game cameras, Um, You might know those as like the outdoor cameras. We have LED illuminator lights for all our to illuminate our night vision cameras. We have full spectrum cameras that we're going to take still pictures with. And um, I'm going to do some automatic writing tonight as well. So right now I'm making my way down through the snow. I don't know if you can hear it crunching beneath my feet. So we have to go down the back through the back entrance where they used to sneak in the ladies to get down to the museum where we'll be spending the night and the crypt. So the crypt was actually used to store food because this was a saloon before. But in the wintertime, like I said, I'm walking through the store right now. So during this time of year, the ground is too hard to dig. So they used this stone um stone refrigerator, I guess you could so they would stack the bodies holding at times. Are you still there?
0: Uh yeah, we're still here. So uh I think you might be cutting a little bit in and out, but that's fine. Um so once you get down to the crypt area, is that the place where they used to store bodies all the time or from the old days okay we might have lost caitlin she's walking right now live in the washoe club they have to go outside into the building through apparently the back area where they call it the crypt area and actually what they're going to be doing down there when they get there is uh is uh do a live evp session for us over the podcast here tonight and we're going to see if they actually catch any audio evps that we can listen to uh we just lost connection with her but let me try to get her back here quickly hello hi there
1: i'm sorry about that it's all the stone
0: oh yeah i figured sometimes uh when you go into buildings um even the energy itself in the building can cut out the uh, streaming energy for the internet and stuff. So for the connection here, but uh, looks like we got you back.
1: Yeah. And it really seems to be doing that tonight. Mm.
0: So. That's no problem. We'll just reconnect when that happens. Um, so did you make it down into the crypt area? Yes. And uh, how are things in that area right now? What are you feeling and sensing so far?
1: Well, so far... It's just, um, hmm. How do I explain the pits. If anybody's ever been to uh, Disneyland, Pirates of the Caribbean, it smells exactly like that. So it's very, um, damp smelling, I guess. Very small. It's about 40 feet by seven feet maybe and it's about 45 feet high and like I said they used to stack the bodies from the floor to the ceiling because they couldn't dig the hard ground here so if you want to go ahead and I guess I could put you on speaker and we can do a quick EVP session see if we pick anything up
0: yeah, totally. I'm also uh, gonna
1: do like a automatic writing session simultaneously to see if I pick up on anything.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be fantastic. For our listeners, uh, we we're just describing where you are. So you're in a fairly small area, but the room is fairly tall wise, right? It's a barely big ceiling. Yes. And so, so the I, I ceiling imagine it's probably
1: fifty feet high.
0: Yeah, so I'd imagine there'd be a lot of room for them to store bodies in that area.
1: Yep, and it's all natural, so it's just dug out of the side of the hill. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it's like the walls are rock and brick and dirt.
0: So there'd be a lot of natural energy coming through the ground, too.
1: Yeah, the ground is like an old wood flooring. But just standing here, looking up, I'm starting to feel, like, kind of claustrophobic. <laughs> so the thought of, like, somebody being stored here, basically, until they can be put in the ground is, it's pretty sad.
0: Yeah. It they be. did not back then. <laughs> Well, I think they had just had to do what they had to do back in those days. Like there wasn't much choice like especially if it was during the winter or in the summer even, I guess they'd still have to store the bodies in that location. So I can imagine like they just pile them on top of each other, or is there enough room for them to like lay them out?
1: Well, I heard that, you know, they were stacked, but you know stories always get kind of distorted over time. So I don't know how true that is, but yeah, they just the story is that they used to snack them in here because it, it stays naturally cold. So I'm gonna go ahead and um, put you speaker. Okay. And we can go ahead and ask a few questions and then we'll play it back. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, you're still here.
1: Okay, is there anything you'd like to ask Tre- Trevor?
0: Oh, sure. This is pretty interesting. I'm all the way in Canada, Ontario, and I'm asking spirits questions that are in the basement of the Washoe Club in Nevada, USA. This is amazing. Thank you very much, first of all. Um, First of all, to the energies that are in the Washoe Club, have you spoken to anybody before on an EVP session like this? Have you ever spoken to anybody and uh, what were they asking you?
1: Okay, yeah, let's play that back, see if we got anything. See okay, there's no response on that one. Okay. Let me try to ask... Um, if you're a spirit that's here with us right now in the crypt, I feel kind of uncomfortable asking this because I was just talking about how sad it made me feel, but were you one of the people who was stored here in the wintertime?
0: Western. I thought I just heard something there after there was like a blank time there. Something sort of sounded like it came through.
1: That's right. Yeah, I heard that too. It sounds like, um, like a static interference. You hear it? I'm asking this because I was just talking about how static it made me feel, but were you one of the people?
0: That's interesting, Trevor. you heard that. What did you hear? I heard almost like a female voice come through, but it was kind of muffled, so it was kind of soft. But I saw, I heard in between you pausing as you were speaking, something came through as a like a soft female voice.
1: Wow. Okay. So I just document everything when I'm doing an investigation. I don't give. um, the equipment any more kudos than my natural senses and just right now as we're talking over my hands over both of my hands so one has the recorder in it I feel not cold not icy cold but colder than the rest of the room like something is either hovering over the hands or trying to Make contact somehow. So I'm going to just go ahead and do a quick um, recording without any question. I'm just going to see if anybody's there wanting to talk. Okay, so we're going to play that one back. Yeah, there was nothing, no voice on that one. I'll have to review the one that you thought you heard the female voice
0: yeah definitely i thought i thought i did hear something in the first one so yeah great to go back over evidence is always great to go back and see if you hear anything um anything happening so far any audio that you pick up like when you're in there that you're sensing have you heard any like knocks or any voices so far
1: we heard a huge not a knock it was more like um a thud like if somebody were to jump straight up in the air and land as hard as they could we heard that straight above us when we first walked onto the second floor so we heard that coming from the third floor above which there is nobody up above us so that was the first thing we documented as soon as we went in before we even started rolling on any of the other cameras so our wearable cameras should have that should account for that when we do all our review. So that I haven't heard any voices. Like I said, we got some figures on the connect cam and we're just kind of getting into the swing of it. It's it's a weird rhythm today. It's kind of hard to get into a good rhythm because nothing went as planned. I'm sure, I'm sure you've had that in investigating before you plan for everything and then something always goes wrong. So, we're trying to troubleshoot a few of those things. Um, we're limited now because there's no power upstairs. They normally have at least one power port cord that we can use for cameras. So we're without a lot of things like that. So what we're going to try to do is do a deep investigation of this museum and crypt level because we have power down here. And then do a few walkthroughs above Um, I'm going to go up and do some solo automatic writing sessions. We're going to attempt a experiment where I'm going to send my friends that are with me upstairs to talk to the spirits. And while they're asking questions of the spirits, I'm going to be doing automatic writing to see if I can pick up any responses to their questions.
0: No, that sounds amazing. That sounds like a really interesting experiment because spirits usually are not just in one spot. They're in multiple areas, right? So like if something happens, say, on the top floor, you're going to experience something at the same time on the bottom floor. So that's an interesting idea that you have. Yep. Um, do you want to try doing a quick automatic writing session right now? Just since we did EVP, we just reached out to the spirits in the crypt area. Um, would you be okay with doing a quick automatic writing to see if um, anything comes through that way?
1: Yes, that sounds like a plan. All right. So, do you have uh, any questions specifically?
0: Um... Just to, I guess, any other spirits that might be there with you right now, do you have any messages for people that do come in to try to talk to you? Um, I just find this really interesting that we're doing sort of a remote EVP session from country to country. It is really amazing. So I just want to try to see if we can get any further communication if you're actually detecting me talking to you um, this far away. So maybe there's some kind of like distant messaging or something. So I'll let you do that and uh, carry on however you do your writing, what you need to prepare for that. And uh, just so people listening right now to the podcast, uh, Caitlin is going to try to do some automatic writing and see if any spirit energy that she's currently connecting with in the crypt area of the Washoe Club is going to come through in the writing.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Okay, I'm going to say it before I forget it. Because I'm automatic writing without a paper source. So I'm writing it out. I have to remember what I'm writing. So I don't know anything about this spirit, but a spirit did come through. And they said, meek and mild is the child most wild.
0: Okay, that's interesting. So, they like to rhyme a little bit.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. (laughs) Let's see if we can pick up anything else. Okay, I don't know what the heck this means. I've never heard a phrase like this before or anything, so it might be something for us to research. (laughs) After, a spirit just came through and said, Pelt, P-E-L-T, my bride.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a different phrase. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So that felt like a different spirit from the first message. So I'm assuming, I I mean, I can't assume. I should try to communicate with them later and really Mm -hmm. find out if they're people who were stored here or if they're people who used to live around here or something. Mm -hmm. I'll try one more quick one. All right, sure. See if I can focus more on to get a clearer message or... Maybe a message for you or your listeners. Let's see if they have a message for somebody out there in listener world. Whoa, okay. This is, oh my gosh. I'm sorry if my voice cracks. I'm getting kind of emotional. And I don't know if it's because this message is coming through sad or if I'm feeling kind of what this spirit's feeling. So this spirit just wrote out, my death was not a fair one. I was not ready.
0: Well, that's really kind of deep. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, my eyes are watering. Like I'm going to cry. I've never had, sorry.
0: No, no worries.
1: I've never had a, a message like that come through before so I normally the spirits I deal with are spirits that are you know residing in the spirit realm or whatever you want to call it but this is a spirit that is here on earth and if they're still feeling like their death was unfair and that they weren't ready I hope that they can make peace with that and Go where they need to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow, Trevor. I wasn't expecting yes.
0: that. No, definitely not. But it not sounds like you made a connection for sure. <laughs> so hopefully, it looks like your automatic writing might be a powerful tool that you can use while you're there tonight. It looks like you're making a strong connection with using that.
1: Yeah, I am. That was, that last message was very strong. The other ones were just kind of. The first two were just random. I don't know who, I don't even know who I was talking to, but this last one, somebody really used that as their chance to say what they needed to say. So just out of respect for this spirit, because it sounds like they've been wanting to say that for a long time. Hmm. I'm going to try to see if I can get a name.
0: Sure. Yeah, let's dig a little deeper and see if they might have something else they need to talk about.
1: Okay. The spirit that just gave me that message. I'm sorry that your death was not fair and that you weren't ready. There's a lot of good for there. There's a lot of good there. If you can find it within yourself to look for it. You gave us a little bit of... How you feel or how you've been feeling for a long time. We'd like to know your name if you will be so kind as to let us know who you are. Okay, I've never heard this name before either, so I don't know if I'm picking it up right. Um, Milt, or Melt, maybe it's short for Milton or something. It's he's, they, He spelled it M-E-A-L-T
0: okay well that's interesting maybe you can look up some stuff online or something about the history and see if that name comes across
1: oh wait i said what did i say me e m e a l t that could also be me l t maybe
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i'm just gonna write it down as it came through we're gonna analyze it later but that was pretty powerful
0: yeah Definitely was a great opportunity to um, connect with spirit there, especially in the crypt where they actually would have stored bodies in the old days. So um, are you prepared to head on to another location or what's your next steps in your investigation tonight?
1: I'm going to set up the infrared illuminator cameras in the museum, which is right outside the crypt. It's basically one big room and the crypt is on the end. And that's the original, um, I, like I said, dug into the wall or the side of the hill storage room. So I'm going to go in the main room where we'll be sleeping. And because that's the only place we have power, I'm going to power down all the lights and make us go completely night vision and in the dark. And I'm going to attempt to do more um, spirit uh, automatic writing. And I'm going to try some spirit art. I don't know now that I've had this experience like I it changes my whole investigation a bit. Because normally like like today it was just supposed to be fun and exciting because I haven't done it in a long time but there's a deeper reason for, you know, being here. So I'm just going to try to let the spirits speak and say what they need to say and try to capture what I can of that either on the voice recorder or we're gonna also attempt a spirit box session later and record and see if the voice of this spirit actually comes through if we can hear his actual voice.
0: Uh well definitely great. I uh, wish you the best of luck. And um I really do hope you keep that strong connection that you seem to have with the cool. energy there. So and okay. uh figure something out. So um but uh well. Wait, wait, wait. Yes.
1: Oh, I said whoa because right behind me so there's a brick wall behind me as well I'm the only one in here and I just got some gravel or rocks tossed at me Oh. <laughs> from back behind me somewhere there's an opening to the second floor in here you oh. might be able to hear it when you play back your um, your recording here
0: yeah I did actually thought I heard something never
1: happened here either
0: yeah, I so thought I did hear something kind of move or shuffle when you were, when I was talking there.
1: Yeah, just like a bunch of little pebbles
0: mm-hmm.
1: hitting the ground. So listen for that when you play it back. Okay. Wow. Well,
0: looks like you're getting <laughs> quite a bit of activity already. So
1: That's pretty exciting. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you, Trevor, for having me even do this in here because... If you hadn't, you know, been here for that, then who knows if I would have had that experience either. Right. And thank you to the spirit for coming through. And if he has more to say, I'm here to listen.
0: Right. So I think there was a connection made there for you, for sure. And who knows, it may have come through us here as well to make that connection happen. So I do say thank you so much for being here on Haunting Live for this episode. It was an amazing opportunity to join you there at the uh, Washoe well, Club. And I wish you guys the best of luck. I know you have a couple of new people you said with you as well, so I wish them uh, good experiences as well. And uh, thank you for joining us here, and uh, hope you have a great evening.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Trevor.
0: Thank you so much, Caitlin, and uh, glad to be back. Good to be back. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.
0: And that was uh, Caitlin Crawford of Unbound Underground Paranormal out of Nevada, USA. And that was an amazing opportunity that we just shared with her here on Haunting Live Podcast. Uh, we want to thank her for being our guest here this week and for her allowing us to join her on her live investigation at the Washoe Club in Nevada in Virginia City, USA. That was an amazing opportunity. We had some amazing stuff come through on the EVP session that she just did with us live. And again, I just want to thank her for that opportunity here and for joining us here on the episode this week. A couple of things before we go, guys. Again, just thank you guys so much for joining us here. And we always appreciate our followers over on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram as well. We post there as well. So feel free to follow us on any of the platforms. We also post up to the audio podcast apps. uh, So if you just want to listen to the podcast, uh, they are available on all the podcast apps like Spotify, iTunes, Google, and more. So you can tune in. And listen whenever you like. Um, feel free just to download your favorite app and listen to any of the past podcasts here at Haunting Live Podcast. Uh, also, uh, Chris of Haunting Light Podcast hosts uh, weekly free readings. Uh, he, you guys can tune in on Wednesday nights at eight thirty on the regular posted nights and get your free reading from chris he used his uh angel and tarot cards uh angels and oracle decks and he can answer any questions you have for readings uh with chris on wednesday nights at 8 30 right here on haunting lives channel on facebook so you can check that out on wednesday nights at 8 30 um, as well, we have our online store merch area that we just updated on our website. Our website is hauntinglightpodcast.com. Feel free to go over there and check out everything that we have updated on our website, including our merch. We have some great deals on different items that we use in the field, such as pendulums, crystals, uh, smudging materials, and some promotional items as well. So go check those out. Another thing that we do have on our website that's posted right now for you guys is our next public live event. We do host live events as well if you're local to our area, which is Kitchener-Waterloo of Ontario, Canada. Uh, We are hosting our next Ghost of the Queens event, which is the Queens Inn in Stratford, Ontario. Uh, That's going to be held now. We just changed the date to Halloween weekend in 2021. Due to COVID restrictions, we decided to postpone it again and move things over to uh, the Halloween weekend this year uh, but tickets for that event are on sale right now and you can purchase them for $140 for the whole weekend. Uh, it's a two-day event where you get to meet us, have a dinner with us, uh, you get free readings that weekend, you also get a talk, you get a dinner, uh go hunt that night and as well as a pajama party on the Friday night at the hotel. So it's a really fun event where you guys can meet us and talk to us about whatever you like. So Uh, But with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been an amazing uh, chance to get a podcast done that's a little bit different for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it and uh, look forward to talking to you guys again uh, next week. Actually, this week we have a double podcast. So watch for the next podcast coming up. Uh, very shortly here so with that guys thanks very much for tuning in again thank you big thank you to our friend Caitlin Crawford who's down in Nevada for this week's episode that was an amazing opportunity again to have her back on the show so with that guys have a great weekend we'll see you back for the next one
1: Watching. And of course, subscribe!